are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us for The Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon. So glad that you can be part of this My Talk family and we appreciate you tuning in. Reminding you what we do here on The Mom Show. We are a repository of information that hopefully just makes your life a little easier throughout the week. And we do that courtesy of our rotating panel of experts who come in here and impart all kinds of amazing knowledge. And I'm very, very happy to have our friend Dr. Andrea Hutchison from CareCat counseling back in the studio today. Hello. Hello. Now, Dr. Andrea, I am so happy that you are here. And I, as, as we were walking in, we were having a conversation about how difficult this transition has been. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a lot of what we'll cover today is just helping people understand that it's okay to not be okay during this time that we're going through. Right. It's definitely an, a time to not be okay. Right. And I think we need to talk about our feelings more than ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a lot of things, and we always encourage people to be part of the Mom Show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And we're all experiencing this in different little ways. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably very difficult to have a blanket response of how people should be responding to what's going on right now. Right. And that's what's so unique about this. We are all experiencing this, and we're all struggling in our own unique way. And that's part of why I think mental health counseling right now is so important. Right. It is time where you can talk about how you're experiencing this and you could just stay in your own worldview and have somebody join you. You can feel seen, heard, understood. And there isn't that other side of now hearing how they're experiencing it. Right. right. And I think we all need that space to process this. Um, A recent stat came out saying that eight out of 10 adults right now are struggling with anxiety and depression related to COVID. Understandable. And I have to assume that stat's actually higher. Mm-hmm. We're all struggling. This is really hard. And Miss Shannon and I were talking on the walk in about how you could have a really great day and then the next great, relatively great. Yeah. And then the next day feel horrible right. and hopeless and anxious and not wanting to get out of bed. And we're all on this roller coaster together. Seek out help now before it gets harder for you. And I think it's fair to say that it's a good time to find the right kind of help because Mm -hmm. a lot of times what we're able to do is really dig in with our support system. Maybe we have family and friends that are really good at that. And what I've been trying to do as a good friend is not always put my stuff on other people, but Mm -hmm. then they're doing the same to me. And so maybe you're not getting the help because a lot of the resources you normally feel comfortable doing, Mm -hmm. you know that they're having their own struggles as it is. Oh, totally. Totally. That's a huge piece of this. And John, who's usually here with me, um, my husband, and we own care together. And we were just talking about how When you're within your own unit, like your own family or whoever lives with you or you're talking to your close friends, they know you so well that they might not even notice the little differences of your mental health declining. Right. Whereas, you know, if you're going to school or work, you might get that feedback more often. Mm -hmm. So I think we're not getting the feedback that, hey, I noticed you're not eating as much as normal. Right. I noticed you're talking a lot about you're not sleeping well. I've noticed that you sound a little more hopeless than normal. And we're not getting as much feedback right now, especially because everyone else is in their own head and their own worldview. Right. And so I think it's really an important time to slow down, check in with yourself, 
Check in with your partner, your friends, your kids, your loved ones. We all need that right now. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to suggest help. Yes. And I think it's okay to suggest help as well because a lot of people that are in your circle might be dealing with things on their own. So mm-hmm. maybe they don't have the extra bandwidth yep. that they normally would have for you. And I know that sounds really bad where you mm-hmm. always think you have, you know, you have room in your heart and you know for your friends and your family and all those things but sometimes maybe Mm -hmm. you're going through on your own and you don't have a lot of extra bandwidth either right oh totally totally and we all are in that space off and on so i think this is the time to get that extra support whether it's for you individually your family um we do you know families counseling at care counseling we do couples we do individual we work with kids we work with adults so We can definitely help, and our admin team is fantastic. If you call Care Counseling or go to our website, our admin team is going to help you find the right professional for you or your family. And if it's not at Care Counseling, that's okay, too. We will recommend a different outside provider. I think that's good to know as well. I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, well, I don't want to start this counseling relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody I've never met in person. And is that a particular you know, anxiety that you're hearing more often now? Because that is yes. very difficult. It's di- You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times we thought we were going to have time to get to know people. Yep. And now we're like, the reality is we all go to, as I saw in a meme, we all go to Zoom University. You know, we all <laughs> like like all of these things that we used to yep. be able to do to balance ourselves. We're like, nope, that's not how the, rea- the relationship is going to be built now. It's so different. You're mm-hmm. totally right. And we're hearing that a lot. Um, across the board, we've been talking to a lot of mental health agencies in Minnesota And people aren't calling for help as much as normal, Mm -hmm. which is really concerning knowing there's a bigger need than ever before. Right. And so we're seeing less calls, which makes me fearful of mental health companies' ability to continue um, moving forward in today's world, knowing there's such a need. Right. And I love your question, and we can talk about it throughout the segment. I want to talk about what is telehealth? What does this look like? How can we make it feel really um, interpersonally strong right from the beginning and so I'm going to speak from how we do it at care counseling okay. and, you know, different agencies might do it differently than us. So I just know it from our worldview and how we decided to move forward. Um, and the main thing I want to point out with how we're doing it, we've been doing telehealth for over a year now. And so we feel really fortunate that our entire team was trained in telehealth last summer. I think it was last May or June. Mm-hmm. And so our entire team is well versed in how to do this and how to make it as comfortable as possible, right. especially for new people. Um, and we use a great platform. So we use the HIPAA compliant uh, Zoom. Yeah. And it's just so easy to use. And I'm sure a lot of people listening have used Zoom with their friends, maybe book club or whatnot. It's one click. Yeah. It couldn't be much easier. Um, and our therapists have worked really hard to make it um, feel good. So they, even the day before you have your first appointment, they personally call you. So it's not just interacting with the admin. Our therapist will call you the day before your appointment just to check in and make sure you're feeling comfortable about this um, new way of meeting. Right. And just to introduce themselves to you. So you can actually hear like, hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Hutchinson. I'm going to be working with you. Do you have any questions about what this might look like tomorrow? Because I know it's a little different. Right. Telehealth feels different. And it is interesting. Like my personally with my uh, counselor right now, they have it through a particular dashboard. And it still Mm -hmm. was interesting, even though I had met with her before and I was Mm -hmm. very familiar with having these kind of meetings with clients it was still like oh yeah this is different you know and so different isn't you know even if it's not bad Mm -hmm. different is still a challenge right and we're dealing with a lot of different right now exactly and i think as humans we tend to like things uh to feel kind of the same day to day and everything's kind of upside down right side up is gone for a little bit and so you know this has been going 
really well. Overall, our current client base has been showing up more consistently than ever before. Right. Which tells me, A, they need the therapy and this feels good. Right. The way that it's uh, going with Zoom. And, um, you know, it's it's so easy. So if you haven't used Zoom, it's something you can use on your phone. If you have a smartphone, it could be on a tablet, on a computer. And we're really fortunate the government has uh, made some other exceptions so if you're an individual who does not have um, technology that would support the video component, give us a call. We will make sure you get the help you need. Okay. And I think it's interesting bringing that up as well, because did we also have to change some of the intake process mm-hmm. so that people who hadn't already built that relationship mm-hmm. could figure out a way to get through, get into the system? Yep, totally. Okay. So we've streamlined it as best we can Mm -hmm. so we have all of our paperwork online now so a client just logs into a portal they can read through our documentation and sign right there electronically which helps and then the zoom we have really simple zoom instructions for that first time you log in once you've logged in once it's one click right it's really quite simple and then we have it set up so you sit in a virtual waiting room Mm -hmm. and your therapist will click and let you enter the therapy session Right. Um, and so it's, it's really streamlined. It's way easier than I think people are even imagining at times. Exactly. It's just like FaceTiming with a friend in a lot of ways. Right. Well, I do think it's interesting. And we're going to go through uh, throughout the show, give some people some some tips on being more balanced during this mm-hmm. very, very difficult time that we're dealing with. But also kind of just letting you know if you're experiencing something mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel right, there may be a way to get some relief. Right. Yes. We're going to cover some of those Definitely. things as well. If you have questions like Miss Shannon's question just now, which was excellent. Call in. Ask us. I'd be happy to answer any questions about telehealth or what mental health counseling could look like during COVID. Right. And we'll be right back. That is Dr. Andrea Hutchinson from Care Counseling. You're listening to The Mom Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon here with Dr. Andrea Hutchinson from Care Counseling. And we're always hoping to taking your questions here. If we can do something to help you just kind of navigate all the bumpy, bumpy roads that we are uh, uh, traveling right now, you can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Interesting thing we were talking about, Dr. Andrea, is the fact that you almost feel guilty when you have a good day right now, don't you? Like yes. when something feels normal and this like when you catch yourself going, I don't feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why as a human being, why am I doing that to myself? I think this is such a hard time and we're bombarded with all the the realities of this. Right. I mean, there are fears, uh, financial fears. I bet a ton of listeners are super concerned financially, whether they're currently furloughed, it's on the table or they're they were laid off or they could be laid off. It's just so scary. So we have that component we're thinking about. Our mental health is struggling and suffering. And then we also have the reality of this is really scary. And there are a lot of unknowns about COVID. Right. And so we have all these different factors playing a role into, wow, life can be really hard right now. And then when we have a good moment, we're laughing. It feels, it doesn't quite line up in our brains. There's kind of a cognitive dissonance where, It doesn't make sense with our reality. And then there's guilt around it. And what we're really working with a lot of our clients right now on, and personally, too, as therapists. So I have a lot of meetings just with our team, too, because they're all living through this at the same time. Exactly. Trying to figure out when you have those good moments to let yourself take a break. Take a break. Enjoy the good moment. Right. And I think there are parts of this that might enhance our lives in the future. Um, There are definitely parts that won't. Right. So I think 
also taking time as a family or as an individual and figure out what parts of this feel really good and what can I continue doing as we move forward. Right. So some examples I've heard people talk about, you know, going on family walks a couple times a week. That can feel really good. And that's something maybe they weren't doing before. Mm -hmm. That's something that I think could continue as we move, hopefully, out of COVID at some point. Right. And back to some kind of new normal. And that can be a good thing. So I think finding the good parts of this, too, or maybe it's just eating dinner as a family, whereas before things were just so busy that you never sat down together. So finding those good moments, too, allowing yourself to enjoy those good moments because we need a break from COVID. And then reality is still there. It's not going anywhere right now. So I think we always can go back to it, but take those breaks. Let yourself do it. And if you feel the guilty brain turn on, say, go away. Right. Leave you me alone. You have to quiet that. You have to quiet, <laughs> your, quiet your inner hater. That's what I call it. That's my inner oh, hater. I love it. Right. And I do think that, you know, we, you know, that's a great way of putting it is there's so many things that a, a, a lot of things that I was very happy to have in my life went away or mm-hmm. I had to change. But there was also some things that once they were that I'm like, oh, wait, that's gone, too. Some things that were kind of mm-hmm. some negatives that I maybe hadn't really because we're just so busy and yep. you do a lot of time, just life can just be triage. You know, some mm-hmm. days you're just you're just doing and doing and doing and doing. Yeah. But now they're like when some of that doing went away, you're going, oh, well, maybe these were things that were creating busy in my life mm-hmm. or there was something that I felt some sort of obligation to do, but I didn't really want to do. Yeah. So those things are gone, too. <laughs> so Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think just. We're all on this roller coaster together. I had one of our clinicians described it, and I think a client had described it to her and she shared it with me. But, well, Amy, you have mm-hmm. met Amy, mm-hmm. the clinician mm-hmm. Amy. She's wonderful. And one of her clients described COVID as feeling like you're standing still. And you know in movies where everything's moving really fast around and it's blurry behind the person? Right. And it's this sense of everything's moving so fast and there's so much information. It's hard to make sense of it. And it's just flying by. And then we're still living day to day. Right. And right. we're in this, breathing it, living it. And you feel kind of still. And I think the more we can embrace stillness, too, we don't have to be busy all the time. Right. If being busy is what, you know, fills you up and that feels good right now, great. If you're feeling overwhelmed and burdened by that, find space to just be still, too. That's okay. You have um, a variety of specialists at Care Counseling. So mm-hmm. I really could see from some conversations I've had that your staff that really focuses on the grieving process are probably incredibly um, valued right now. So valued. We actually just started a grief group two weeks ago. Um, we haven't had a group in years mm-hmm. because groups are complicated to right. put together. And um, it's going really well. And I think people just need the support to get through this mm-hmm. and to kind of tell their story and feel, again, seen. We right. all need to be seen right now. And it's really hard when I say seen, I mean just really seen for who we are, what we're living through, our experiences, and to be really understood. And I think it's providing that opportunity if somebody's not, uh, you know, wanting to do individual, that's definitely an option too. Um, But I really think this is a time where we all need to be seen, heard. We need to let those feelings out so they're not going to keep bottling up. Right. And that's part of why we're experiencing this up and down as we're holding things in, trying to be so strong for others, which is great and can be so helpful for others. And... It needs to be balanced with us. Right. We need our time to let those feelings out. When you're when you're advising people, um, is there any general guidelines about? You know, I think uh, you know when I when I'm watching a, a story and we start talking about the new normal, mm-hmm. I feel that that concept is kind of triggery for me because like, what's normal? 
Yeah. Now, how I are we know. even going to decide that? And and I think that we're grasping for mm-hmm. something being the same. And like you said in your your anecdote, mm-hmm. what's really? I mean, are we gonna? It, I I feel like for me personally, and I don't be, and I'm usually a normally a, a very positive person. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't expect anything to be the same right. anytime soon. Like I know right. we're not going to go back, but even what's working for us today, mm-hmm. by next week, I'm like, that might not even be a thing. And right. so, not to be negative, I feel like I'm just being, yeah. for me, that's been a coping strategy. Yep. So are you getting a lot of variation when oh. you're talking to people? Oh, totally. And I know on the mom show, we tend to bring up like movie yep. analogies. Mm-hmm. So my movie analogy, I guess that that made me just think of, even though I didn't pre-prep one, yeah. is the new Frozen movie. So Frozen oh, 2, yes. mm-hmm. Olaf talks about, you know, controlling what you can control. And I right. think that's what we can do. And then there's a song about... um Things that stay the same and things that change and everything's changing, but certain things stay the same. Mm -hmm. No matter what, I'm going to keep changing throughout this, but I'm still me. Right. And I can still choose how I want to behave and how I want to interact with people. I think that's wonderful I can choose to try to be positive and I can take moments where I feel icky about all this. And so I think I know I can stay me throughout this. And I know when we get through this and hopefully get to the next place whatever that's going to look like right i'm still going to be me and i'm still going to hold my love throughout that for my family and friends and i feel grounded knowing i can keep that under my control Mm -hmm. and that somehow can help a little bit the last time you were on we were talking about finding that you know that that moment as a parent to Mm -hmm. kind of just you know check in with yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can then check in with your kids and sometimes it was maybe go hide in the bathroom how are we handling that now that we are kind of in that shelter in place mode where there's a lot less opportunity to Mm -hmm. check out yeah (laughs) a parent yeah and it's Mm -hmm. so it's i mean just rewinding to that moment last time we were on the show that was pre-covid exactly and so it feels really um kind of strange and different to be standing here now in COVID. We took Mm -hmm. some time off, as you know, because we're a small business Mm -hmm. and we're trying to get through this too. Understandable. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as a parent, I think, you know, this has been hard for a lot of parents. This has been hard for a lot of couples. Right. Um, You know, domestic violence is on on the rise, which really scares me. It's really unfortunate. Exactly. You know, and I know that we have talked about that in general, like, trying to help people find safe spaces if they do mm-hmm. need help, if they're in that scenario. And we yep. know that it's difficult, but there are still resources out for you. And that was something that we spoke yep. about um, with one of our other mom show guests. So we were talking about there are still ways for you to get yes. help and and to not feel alone, even in the midst of all of this. Because yes. it's already such a, you know, I think one of the biggest pivots for everybody is this feeling of isolation. Yes. Um, because now everybody's their own little island. And mm-hmm. even when you do have someone that is going through um uh the the and and in the midst of going through the virus that's very isolating mm-hmm. for them even and so the yep. fact that we went from such a communal society to nope everybody needs to be in pockets mm-hmm. that must be one of the things that you're dealing with a lot too and especially your grief counselors oh yeah definitely that's a huge component um and i want to go back to the parenting in a minute too mm-hmm. but with that uh train of thought just this is also hard. You know, I, I consider myself more of maybe an introvert than an extrovert. So being on the mom show is totally <laughs> opposite of anything natural for me. Right. Um, but, you know, it's so odd to be at home, not able to see my friends with my family all the time, but then still really deeply needing alone time. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. And then I know my extrovert friends are just, oh, my gosh, oh, I yeah. need virtual happy hours every night. And 
We can, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have a bunch of things and I've been trying to like go, okay, you don't have to be all the things. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it, it is just different of going, you know, yeah. me practicing what it is it like when I do have downtime, mm-hmm. you know, and what does that even look like? Because right. it really was a thing where I was just so busy mm-hmm. that I never really had to think about it. <laughs> so, right. Like, yeah, I don't know what I am when I'm not working Miss yep. Shannon or mom Miss Shannon. Yep. Uh, what does that person even look like? Oh, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I've had like the last month to kind of think about it. Right. <laughs> yep, totally. Which is a super, back to what we said as we're looping back to the parenting thing. Yeah. A lot of our identity ends up being mm-hmm. the fact that we're parents. Even if you go, I'm going to yes. be really good about this and I'm going to maintain me and mm-hmm. I'm going to do all those things that you read in all the books and the magazines that say that you're supposed to do and just yep. be yourself. But, you know, in reality, you still end up being mom, Yeah, you know, well, and dad. Mom and dad. And let's be honest, like we talked about our emotions, everyone, almost everyone, I can't say everyone, but almost everyone, it's right under the surface right now. Right. Because there's just so much triggering us. Right. We need to be really mindful of where our emotions are. And like you said, take care of yourself first. Right. We're going to give we some help. We're going to give some more great advice about that. Courtesy of our friend, Dr. Andrea Hutchinson from Care Counseling. When we return, we'll be right back on the mom show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Welcome back to the mom show here on my talk. One Oh seven one and streaming on my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Always like to remind you that you can get this episode and previous episodes. If you go to our website, my talk, one Oh seven one.com use the keyword mom show. If you're like, I heard that. And I think that this would be a value to a loved one, a friend, you can always share the link with them. In with us today, Dr. Andrea Hutchinson from Care Counseling. And we're kind of just, and now we walked in and we said that we're winging it, but that's what life <laughs> is right now. There's lots of things, and especially for all of us type A people out there that like plans and structure, mm-hmm. that is gone to the wayside. It seems <laughs> like I had to get really good at going. I built in, I, you know, I, I don't know how your life was. It was, you know, for me, it was the first couple of weeks, it was really difficult. We had mm-hmm. absolutely no structure. And then I'm like, no, I need to come up with what our structure looks yes. like for the benefit of me and my son. We needed some yep. some signposts mm-hmm. during the day. So it wasn't just, this is what made me think about it. And you can tell me whether this makes sense. Well, you know, My kid's 12, but because he's on the spectrum, which once he starts thinking about something, he's thinking about something. Mm-hmm. So it was asking me for snacks all day. Yep. All day, all day. And like normally he wouldn't be asking me for snacks because he would have things to do and he'd be at school. Mm-hmm. That wasn't happening. So I'm like, I have to figure out a way and a schedule so that he goes back to understanding, no, we don't need to just graze all day. Right. <laughs> you know, we're I get it. We're bored. And that's one of our reflex mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And that's all fine. But we can't do that. We don't know how long this is going to last. It's not a vacation where we can just right. snack away all the stuff. I'm like, no, right. we're going to we got to work on some things. So it still was a very loose structure, but at least mm-hmm. we had some. Structure and that made us feel huge. a little bit better. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just huge. I mean, we all need structure. And I think a lot of people, you know, that I who I've talked to, whether it's friends or uh, coworkers or clients, people are in a new structure and right. they're trying to create a new structure. And structure is so important. So. Mm-hmm. I work with, I love working with teenagers. Um, I have a long history working with kids at Washburn Center for Children and um, working with the teenagers and how do you rebuild structure? Yeah. Um, A lot of my teens uh, were staying up really late. They're sleeping in, which then impacts online schooling and um, either eating too much or not enough during the day. So just rebuilding structure into their lives. And we all need that too. So as an adult, like we were talking about, building structure into your life could be super helpful right now. And I was thinking about over the break, too, a little bit, you know, 
we mentioned earlier, there's so many different stressors right now, and um, there's a financial component, of course. Mm-hmm. So I did want to hit on, you know, if um, somebody's lost their job and they have MA, which is medical assistance, um, it's also sometimes referred to as Medicaid. I just want people to know mental health therapy is free. Right. There is no cost to you. I just want everyone to know if you're on MA, there is no copay. Right. And we are here to help and we can help. And then all other insurance companies treat telehealth the exact same as in-person visits. Right. So whatever your copay or deductible would have been to go into the office, it's identical um, right now. And so I just want to point that out so people know there is no additional fee or cost um, they should be treated the same. And then at Care Counseling, our billing department, they check your benefits. So before you even come in the first time, you could figure out what your benefits would cover. Right. And what that could look like. So you're not surprised by a bill. Because that's the last thing we all need right now is to have additional financial hardship. Mm-hmm. So call us. We can help. We can let you know what that could look like. And if you have MA, knowing there won't be a copay, there won't be a deductible you have to hit. Um, we're just here that, to help. Well, I think when we're, you know, we've gone through the process in previous shows, pre-COVID shows of what that Mm -hmm. intake process looked like. Yeah. Should we go over kind of what it looks like now? Just kind of, you know, give them the base of what works. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. So we try, like I said in the beginning of the show, too, we're trying to make this as easy as possible. Exactly. Because people need help right now. Mm -hmm. You listening at home right now, you're probably thinking, wow, I am more anxious or I am feeling a little bit more down than normal. Um, And that's okay. And we need to feel those feelings. It's not mm-hmm. only okay, it's good. Right. And so let's find the space to do that. So there are different ways you can get a hold of care counseling. You can go to our website at carecounseling.com. And we actually have a very um, detailed COVID section. I would recommend taking time to look through it. So we have strategies for parents to use. There's a really great um, technique called FACE COVID. And it walks you through, it's an acronym, it walks you through different steps you can go through to kind of cope with COVID on your own. So sort of more of a self-help um, first step and, or you could use that with your therapist. So at carecounseling.com, great resources. Additionally, you can schedule directly on there. So you can see all the different provider profiles and you can see when they have availability and you can just click on it and add an appointment. Mm-hmm. And our admin team will call you back and let you know, you know, just to verify, yep, we got your request. That sounds good. Or oh, given what you're bringing up, I actually think, you know, this other provider might be a better fit. Right. Or based on your insurance, I think this person might be a better fit. So they're going to walk you through that um, just to make sure you're starting with the, you know, the right person because that's so important. Mm -hmm. And then the other way, if you don't want to go through the website, you can just call um, 612-223-8898. And like I said, our admin team is wonderful. They are so compassionate They are so empathetic and they know our team really well. So we have 40 providers and they know all of us super well and they know who would be the best fit given whether it's grief, which Mm -hmm. we're all in a sense, I think, dealing with grief because we're grieving what life used to look like. You know, whether it's that, it's depression, it's anxiety, it's feeling emptiness. Mm -hmm. They can help you find the right provider for whatever you're um, trying to cope with on your own. And it's hard to cope with it on your own. Right. We can help and we can help with your kids too. And uh, carecounseling.com, there are great resources for kids. There's a social story. And if you don't know what a social story is, it's a story to make sense of what's happening in the world right. for a kid. And it goes through COVID at a very um, kind of high level. Mm-hmm. And then we always recommend with kids, they'll ask whatever they're curious about. We don't need to give more details than what they ask. Right. So the book covers just enough that it kind of describes what's happening mm-hmm. in a very kid friendly way. And some kids, like my kids, I read the book to them and they at the end were like, okay, cool. 
Right. And they moved on. Yes. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's all they needed in that moment. Some kids might ask more questions. Well, when is school going to reopen? Right. What would this look like? What would happen if you got sick? And Mm -hmm. so I think being prepared to answer those, and we don't need long, elaborate answers. Give a little bit. And if they need more, say, do you want to know more? Right. And they can say yes or no. And kind of going at their pace, too, because we don't want to overwhelm kids. I think kids can feel the anxiety of this. Exactly. Um, Like you were even saying, Miss Shannon, that your son was eating a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Probably partially because he was bored. Yes. It was a new reality. Right. And... We eat when we're stressed. Mm-hmm. Some people eat less when they're stressed. Some people eat more. And right. so he might have been feeling, we feel each other's anxiety. We Good feel point. each other's right. stress. And that could have been part of what was happening because the world feels different and right. kids can feel it. And so even if you're trying to do, and I think, again, one of the things we had talked about when we were saying handling your stress and your mm-hmm. anxiety as a parent is being honest in a parent appropriate way. Yep. You know, that if you're feeling something that, you know, what you had counseled before is that it's okay to figure out a way to name it so that your kids can understand what mm-hmm. you're feeling. Totally. And that's that face COVID on the website. It kind of goes over that name it to tame it idea mm-hmm. again. It is so important. And it's okay for our kids to see our emotions too. Right. And we can name them out loud then, which helps us if we're naming it out loud. And it helps our kid rec- kids recognize, oh, mom can feel worried. Yes. Mom can be sad. I know Mm -hmm. I had a really sad moment when I saw my mom the other day Mm because I wanted to hug her so badly. I missed her. Right. And it's okay to talk about that with our kids. They can see us cry. Mm -hmm. And I think just keeping it kid appropriate, too. If you're crying all the time, that's when you might want to seek out help. Right. And so I think when we're um, trying to help people figure out how to, again, Mm -hmm. make sense of things. Is there another good place that you think that they should start with the, you know, at, we, we mentioned the, okay, I'm not sleeping well. Are there some mm-hmm. other things that, that might pop up that maybe you didn't anticipate was really just a manifestation of what's going on and you might need some additional mental health services? I think just taking a moment. Mm-hmm. I think we're always, like you were saying before, we're such a busy society and we move, 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 go, go, go. And now it's a little bit slower for a mm-hmm. lot of people. I think taking a moment to kind of self-check. How am I feeling? Am I getting out of bed easily in the morning or at least the same as before? Right. How am I doing with falling asleep? Am I drinking more than normal? Right. Am I using other chemicals to try to get through? Am I reaching out to friends or am I using this as a time to isolate? Mm-hmm. So we have to connect with others. Right. Even, you know, I mentioned I'm an introvert. I'm an introvert who loves being around people. Right. Yet I like alone time too. I mm-hmm. kind of recharge during alone time, but I can't imagine going through the day without interactions. Right. I love connecting one-on-one with people. So I think... Are you know noticing that too? Are you pulling away from others, or are you leaning in trying to get social support? So looking for those warning signs in yourself and others. I think it's good that you brought up a couple of those points, and this has come come up in our friend group too. Is that we have been trying to be very conscious of particular triggers. Like we have a mm-hmm. friend who we know is in recovery mm-hmm. from alcohol, so we you know all of the jokes that are going out there about how people are getting through this. You brought up alcohol mm-hmm. and they're drinking more. That's one we've been trying to stay away from. And then we've also been trying to stay away from, we know that a lot of people have food challenges. Yep. And so, we you know, and that's a very difficult thing. So we've been trying not mm-hmm. to be overly triggery about that. And we all process different. Oh, yeah. But if we're in any of those very uh, specific scenarios, mm-hmm. what are you, you know, how are we advising people in general for those type of things? 
Could you say more about that question? Well, I mean, I think, and again, I always like to remind people that this is general information. Yes. We do encourage people to make sure that they go and get their, uh, this doesn't constitute a relationship and we keep want people to keep in mind that your scenario mm-hmm. is a very individual situation and it's yep. unique and you could get your own help. But in general, if there's something where people might be seeing, okay, every time I go on Facebook, I feel like mm-hmm. it's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that we can do? Because mm-hmm. a lot of our social interactions are because of social media and oh, that's how totally. we get a lot of that information. So is there a way mentally for you to be able to take a breath mm-hmm. and not have it be as impactful? Totally. And I think that's where we need to take that moment to self-reflect and to think what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. And then to make some of those tough decisions and figure right. out, okay, let's say Facebook's not feeling quite right right now. It's really triggering. Right. How can I connect with people in a different way? Okay. And is there a different way I could connect with people if that's, you know, too triggering? Mm-hmm. And I love that you brought up eating too. You know, we have at care counseling, we have a handful of clinicians who are trained and they have an area of expertise with eating disorders. Right. And I think a lot of people are struggling with eating right now, whether Mm -hmm. it's too much, too little. um, It's just hard, especially if we're home all the time, it's Mm -hmm. very accessible. And, and like you said, it's all over social media too, you know, that with drinking and Mm -hmm. um, the harder one to talk about too is suicides. Right. I am very concerned right now about the suicide rates and what that's going to look like in the next few months. And that's where I keep pushing. And I know I've pushed it a lot throughout the show. Seek out help. Mm-hmm. Seek it out now. Um, help friends, family, other people seek it out now. Now is the time versus a month from now mm-hmm. when it's more of a crisis mode. Now we can work on these things. Right. This is a good time to start and to start building up those skills and to build up that support to ease through this process. Because we don't know how long this is going to last and especially the mental health component. Right. Even if we're all back and, you know, somehow COVID goes away, which yeah. I don't know, that would be amazing and <laughs> right. wonderful. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to still have the mental health component to this. This has really um, impacted all of us in a hard way. And so I think seeking out help now before it's crisis mode could be really helpful. Well, we're going to dive more into that when we return. We're here with Dr. Andrea Hutchison from Care Counseling. You're listening to The Mom Show. Remember, you can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back.